Hey, this is Kevin Sanders. This podcast is called From Cancer to Courage. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I have no letters behind my name. I'm Kevin Sanders, and this is my story. Yep. Hey, Mr. Dario. D.D. Dario. Captain Dario. Hello, Kevin Sanders. It was just your birthday yesterday, Dario. Happy yeah. Belated. I'm another, another year older, man. <laughs> Another trip around the sun. <laughs> yeah, a lot of trips around the sun. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I have my name on a what's that sun thing? Uh, beam, a sunbeam. A sunbeam. Uh. Recap, you know, pod twenty six. Oh, did you sorry, cut me man, off? I cut you off. I'm I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. on. No, go on. No. It's your podcast twenty six. Go <laughs> recap of pod twenty six. <laughs> uh, last time we talked about seasons in life. Yeah, and my final day of the Hope Ride. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to be the end of the Hope Ride talks. No. We're going to keep talking uh, about the Hope Ride in more details, but that was just a big highlight. Uh, this pod is going to be about my three f- favorite cities on the Hope yeah. Ride, Yeah. Uh, how my bike tires held up, and how I came up with my favorite verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Hey. hey. In your last podcast, right, you painted a picture about your last day of your um your bike ride. <laughs> Can I call it a bike ride? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bicycle ride, my little journey. Your journey. Yeah. You paint a picture, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if I ask you, what was your favorite city, man? Um, I think, I I don't know if we did or not. Yeah, but, I don't know. Um, so I much. think my uh, three favorite cities would be um, Bar Harbor, Maine. Bar Harbor. The day I started. Yeah. Uh, Fort Wayne, Indiana, mm-hmm. the day I finished. Yeah. And there's a good chunk of me that really liked my last day in Vermont, I think it was. Um, definitely not during the ride, but anytime mm. I look back on uh, like a very challenging part of my life, yes. I feel like it was one of the best times in life. Mm. Like whoever is listening, think about some of the best times in your life besides mm. getting married or having kids, having kids or any kind of like celebrations. You feel the best about your life when, when you're in the middle of a battle. Like, and when it's just when you're looking back, mm. like once you've finally made it, you mm. finally have achieved success or your goal, like the joy and the happiness fades rather quickly. And then we move on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like riding up the biggest mountain in Vermont was yeah, uh, yeah. looking back. It was like one of my favorite times. Mm. No question. Hey. Do you think you ever go back to Vermont? Uh, I guess I don't really have a reason to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've driven through there many times and went snowboarding there once. But you uh, snowboard? You didn't tell me you yeah. snowboard. Yeah, I've snowboarded for like twelve years. Wow! See, the things you find <laughs> out in a podcast, man. Did yeah. you? You snowboarder. So yeah, I've also what, taught a bunch of people. So that was during when you had cancer during your cancer uh, days, I guess. Yeah, it was uh, in and through there. Um, I mean, I had been years before, but mm-hmm. even after cancer, I've been snowboarding. Wow. Right on. Yeah. But, right on. uh, yeah, that's, that's the only reason I've been to Vermont. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> inquiring minds want to know, how'd your bike hold up? Inquiring minds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't have, I don't think I had too, too many issues. Mm. Like, um. One of the main issues uh, was I had a problem with my knees in like the first week. So um, let's say 
um, when you ride a bicycle for many miles, yeah, the bicycle seat has to be perfectly adjusted to your body. Yeah. Because over the course of those those many miles, your legs, knees, and feet do like thousands of repetitions and like rotations over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. So if the seat is too high or too low, you work out different parts of your legs. Mm-hmm. And you need to work out like your entire leg for um, like proper momentum and just to make sure every muscle is working the same. That makes sense. Yeah. Like example, like if your seat is like an inch too high, you might be tilted down frontward more. Mm-hmm. And you might be overextending your leg each time on every pedal stroke. Or if it's too short, you might be doing too much work using like your thigh or knee. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, I I forgot if my seat was too high or low. Um, and also don't quote me on what muscles that um, like, you know, I was seat high or too low was is going to affect. Actually, I was I, because I, I yeah. was thinking it's more, <laughs> more like your calf. Your calf is the, the main deal. In order to get like full momentum, you need like your leg. thigh and your calf and your knee and everything work together. Okay, but don't so, quote you on that. Don't quote you. Right. Mm, quote <laughs> because you. I don't know which muscle mm. does which. Like, if it's an inch higher, does your mm. does your foot have more have more strength than I don't know. Well, you know why? Because you're not a doctor and you have no PhDs, ABCs, and letters behind your name. Nah, that's probably yeah, why. Yeah. That's accurate, except I, <laughs> I knew it at one point, but I've forgotten. Yeah. So uh, I had uh, I had my sponsored bicycle shop yeah. disassemble my bike and ship mm-hmm. it out to Bar Harbor, Maine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a bike shop in Bar Harbor, Maine that yeah. was going to assemble it. Yeah. I had a, a two-hour fitting at my Fort Wayne, Indiana bicycle shop, and I got the seat height marked like i marked it with a black sharpie Mm. and i guess over my two months of training in the bike shop um putting it together um it rubbed off so um yeah so um you know i started off pedaling pedaling away like every day and um this is uh it's gonna be a story about you know about the time where my knees hurt and um so you know, my knees started hurting worse and worse. And, uh, and I remember singing, having a song where it's like every pedal stroke, I was singing pain, 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 pain. And so I stopped and put my hands on them, on my knees and, and I was praying for them. And when, when that didn't work, like I needed backup. So I sent a message to like my mom and church people. And, uh, I knew I had some prayer warriors out there and they were all praying for my knees. So I actually stopped to take a break and toppled over into the sand. I was more, uh, I was more upset than I was hurt. And some guy came up to me after I had uh, gotten up and started relaxing. It was, I started relaxing. He was relaxing in his truck. Right. And right. Uh, I was about to turn, so I, I stopped there. And he said he had uh, he had done part of the northern tier. It's like a, really? a bicycling route, and he was familiar with all my maps. And he told me to um, told me to avoid the road I was on because the cement was going to be all busted up. So instead of making like a, a five mile off the path road, he had me go straight. Um, he said, "Good luck." And I said, "I'm going to need it." And he said, "No, you don't. You'll be fine." And he told me about uh, a bike shop in the next town. He said, "It's a bike. It's the best bike shop around." And so I took his advice. And because I know how the the seat affects your knees. Um, So there was a lady uh, that, um, uh, what was it? There was, um, 
There's a lady at the bike shop that had me ride my bicycle around a bit. And she said the the seat should be higher. Um, I guess because my permanent marker made it uh, faded on my bike. And I guessed at the wrong height when I assembled the bike together. Mm -hmm. And she said, you aren't used to riding hills, are you? I said, no. no. And I was like, nope. I'm from I'm from Indiana, and so she said I was probably overexerting them going up the hills because my seat wasn't high enough, and I was like, "Wow, you know, that really makes sense to me." So the thing is, like, if I wouldn't, uh, if I wouldn't have asked for prayers, if I wouldn't have toppled over, if that guy wouldn't have started talking to me, I would have never known about this bike shop, and I'd never known that this person existed, right. or this bike shop existed for that matter. Hey, do you think this is uh do you think this is um like part of Matthew six twenty six that God has you in his hands again? Um you know that no that, that, uh, Well I'm like, saying I'm saying as far as uh you know, you don't have to worry about uh uh provisions that mm. God looked after you on your journey, huh? Yeah, yeah I mean you never know um, who or what God will put in your life. Who they just kind of uh, they just kind of show up and tell you that you're on the wrong path or or this and that. But that's like um, Matthew six twenty six, man. I mean, it's, is it's, it? <clears throat> he puts everything. Uh, he puts everything in your life for a reason, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah. I guess it is more like that. Yeah, I would think so. Um, anyways, there is, uh, there's more to the story that day. Um, so I'll, I'll read a little bit here of the blog. Um, it was, uh, 7.40 PM. Yeah. I had to stay in town the next day. Um, and it was sprinkling a tiny bit, uh, not many cars. Um, and there was sun, uh, the sun was on the way down. Couch surfing didn't think the town existed. No campsites were on my map. And I was like, well, God. Once I once again I put myself in your hands for the night. Matthew six twenty six. About five miles later, there was a sign for a campground that wasn't even on my map, and I was like, "He never fails me." It's like when you when you pray to him, like he'll make things happen. Ended up taking a four mile out of the way route to get there, which sucked. But um, I asked the lady pulling out of, out of the driveway, out of her driveway, how much further, and she chuckled and said it was like two miles up and two miles back in the same direction. Um, and so I GPSed it in the beginning and trusted the sign that was still ahead. The GPS said, turn. And I said, nope. Signs point straight. Mistake. Mm-hmm. So she saw how tired I was and asked uh, asked if I needed a ride and pointed back to her minivan and said, I could throw, throw the bike in for you. Yeah. And I was like, boy. I would love to, mm, but, but I can't. Mm. This ride is about hope, and I'm no cheater. Right on, like, I just smiled and said, no thanks, uh, because I totally could have taken that little ride, and no one would have known. Yeah, but you. But me. And God. And God, you are correct. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm the worst person to let you, uh, you're the worst person to let yourself down. Oh, yeah, that's true. So finally, I made it to the campground and had to ride over dirt and muddy ground and saw that the that that um that it said register to your mm-hmm. right yeah i couldn't see where it was so um I, there was a little guy driving by on his gator and asked him where to register and he said nah his gator what's to. a gator is that it's like a alligator <laughs> no it's like a um, gator 
it's like a four wheeler with uh like a roll cage. They have like um, it's like a uh, souped up um, like golf cart. A golf cart that can go over rough terrain. How about that? Uh, you know, um, okay. I can't say I understand it, but for <laughs> podcast sakes, oh yeah, I understand it. Go on, Gator. So, uh, so I, Gator. So um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. he, he uh, asked him to register. He's like, nah, you don't need to. He's like, twenty bucks sound okay? And I was like, sure. Mm. So he said he would take me to the campsite closest to the showers uh, that also had running water and electricity. Ah, running water. Yeah. Lights. I know. (laughs) So we got there and I handed him the money and told him how far I had come and what I was doing it for. Mm -hmm. And he handed me back the money. Right on. And said, I said, I'll just donate it then. (laughs) And I was like, what a great guy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Yeah. You put the money uh, back in your your billfold. (laughs) Yeah. Put it back (laughs) in my wallet. (laughs) Anyways, it was getting really close to dark, and I put my headlamp on and was starting to set up my tent when a guy from another campsite came over and brought his big old lantern and set it down for me. Oh, said Matthew I could use 6, it. Matthew 626, baby. Amen. <laughs> and again, very awesome, very cool guy. Yeah, yeah. I was setting up my t- tent and grabbed some beef jerky and stew and a, a nice block of warm cheese to eat. And there was, a, there was an English-speaking family, and the father came over and offered me a beer. Oh. Again. So you awesome. had beef jerky? Stew? What are you, a mountain yep. man? <laughs> well, people just keep giving me things. Uh. <laughs> uh, I went back, uh, went to take the lantern back to the guy when I was done setting up, and mm-hmm. I told him thanks, mm-hmm. and got talking to his wife, and they were, um, and it was just him and her there over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, she happened to be a nurse and was really interested in my story. You know, it's a brain cancer story, so yeah. she's nurses seem to be very interested in this type of thing um, yet yeah. they were born again christians right on so they loved all my stories of hope and blessings along the way right. they packed they packed me a sack full of food with beef jerky uh i think i had beef he offered me some beef jerky before or i had my own oh uh, you never told me that you i know you like beef jerky yeah. Really? I was like beef jerky was one of the main things i had on this trip it's oh, I, like i think you know chewy lots of protein uh it's, it's beefy. Yeah, of course it's beefy. Oh, beef jerky. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, yeah, they packed me a, a big sack full of food, mm. two two bags of popcorn, and gave it to me. And again, super awesome. He yeah. gave me some wood to start a fire and said that he would make me breakfast sandwiches in the morning. Now, this wood. Okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> the wood is for your journey? Like, you're going to put on your back, man? No, like he gave me wood to start a fire oh. because I obviously don't carry wood on my bicycle. Mm. Oh. I just had a, uh, what is that, little uh, backpack thing? No, all I had for that was like a, a cooking thing. Oh, was that was a, cool. Uh, you got to tell us about that because I saw a picture of it. It was amazing. Here it was. Jet boil. That's yeah. what it was. Jet That's bo- the only thing I had that made fire was my jet boil, which cooked and boiled uh, soup and water like it was so in 30 like, seconds. It was like MacGyver. It was like a MacGyver yeah. thing. I love MacGyver. <laughs> Yet again, uh, I was like, he said he'd make me breakfast sandwiches in the morning. And doesn't this seem like a previous story we talked about? How like the lady offered me a cabin and, yeah. and gave me all sorts of stuff, put all sorts of things in the cabin. Yeah. Um, and so that was great. How awesome was that? Awesome. And I had awesome. my shower. 
I'm laying in my tent, all clean and cozy. Mm-hmm. Legs are sore. Um, and my knees went from a nine in pain to about a 1.5. 1. 1. Mm-hmm. And I was like, things are very slowly starting to look up. When the Lord provides, he really provides. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you find it difficult to uh, continue your journey with sore knees and achy body parts and... But that's funny. No, you. <laughs> no, but you really were determined, man. Were you? Yeah. 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 I was like, oh yeah. Like you know, each night I went to bed, and you know my body was really hurting. I basically said each night I recovered no more than sixty per sixty to seventy percent. Really. So every morning I still woke up with thirty percent of the pain I had from the day before, mm. and I had to carry that through the next day. Yeah. You know, as I've mentioned before, there is no quit. Yeah. In my vocabulary. Right, right. I think if you're doing something just for yourself, it's easy to quit. Right. Like, you know, it, no one's going to know. It's not going to care. You don't feel accountable to anyone. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was doing this ride for the people who had cancer. So right. if I quit, right. I'd be letting them all down. Right on, man. Um, so that might have been a huge factor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that I'm pretty stubborn. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's another think- one. I think you're stubborn for a purpose. And uh, yeah, man, that's why I call you my gritty grasshopper. <laughs> Always. <laughs> you know, because your faith, man, your, your determination, yeah. you, I mean, you're not a, you're not a quitter, man. You can't even spell the word quit, yeah. can you? <laughs> no. So, so it's uh, spelled with one T or two T. I, I don't, don't even know. Uh, let's see. Quit. But so, so with this whole, uh, and I keep saying Matthew six twenty six, how how yeah. God took care of the birds and and the lilies of the field, and they mm-hmm. didn't have to worry about provision. That's you, but um, yeah. did this did this whole mm-hmm. um, experience change the way you felt about God? Um, you know, like I mentioned before, the uh, this journey mm-hmm. had tons of aspects to it, right. like you know, cancer, faith. God, pain, courage. Hmm. So in this process, I was very quickly learning that I could trust God and I can see all the people that he was putting in my path. Right. Usually you can't see them until you look back on your event. Hmm. But like he was so faithful, I could see if you're if you're looking, you can see every person he puts in your path to Amen. give you things that you need. Amen. Like Amen. even in my blog yeah. that I was reading, hmm. I can see like in the beginning and then towards the at the end, how my faith grew so exponentially because of every single day he put someone in my path, and I could I could start to trust him mm. that these people would be there and right. they would give me the things I need. It didn't matter how hard the trip was. Mm. At the end of the day, or anywhere in the middle, if I if I knew I was going to fail, or if I I just felt like I was being really taken care of. Yeah, well, you were, man. You were, you were. So this whole um, I. <sighs> <laughs> did this trip kind of help you to uh formulate your your uh favorite verse jeremiah twenty nine eleven? um i'm like did it have uh something to do with it man like how it, did like, i create it on this trip well no no like did this trip kind of uh make jeremiah twenty nine eleven your your favorite verse man i'm Pretty sure that that was my verse before this trip. Oh, but uh, I mean, this I mean, really concreted it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Listen, like when I was going through the actual 
uh, the actual process of brain cancer, mm-hmm. radiation, surgery, chemo, like I slowly realized that's what it was. Mm-hmm. But it also seemed like that verse appeared like many times to me and they just kind of hit me one that's day. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. He, he has a plan yes. and it's good. Yes. He wants to prosper us and not to harm us. He really wants to give us a great future and you just have to believe it. That's what like, I was saying, man. That's what I was saying. All, yeah. Yeah. You said that? Well, <laughs> no, I ask you, I said, <laughs> don't do that to me. <laughs> I ask you about the trip. Does this trip kind of help f- formulate that, that, uh, that this is your favorite verse? That's what I ask you. Oh, I thought you mentioned, you thought like, this is the first time that I no. knew that Jeremiah 29, 11. No, no, no. I ask you if, if this verse has something to do with it. I mean, if, if this journey has something to do with it, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. That's not, that's not mean. Come no, on. Like, I think. All the bad things in life are to mm-hmm. teach you lessons, mm-hmm. and you have to learn and then turn to each other, and and use your lessons when you're going through the valleys, right. and then you need to teach others those lessons. Right. That's what that's what bad things in life are for. Right. Mm. Well, I find this whole thing encouraging. You know that. I mean, you're a fighter, <laughs> yeah. man. <laughs> you're yeah. like a fighter, man. You're a fighter, and you yeah. don't give up. Yeah, yeah, because you're gritty like that. Because you're gritty like that, baby. Yeah, because you're gritty. <laughs> gritty grasshopper. I love him. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're gritty like that. <laughs> gritty with a yeah. purpose, you know what I mean? With a purpose. Yeah. A purpose to inspire, to give hope. Yeah. Uh, you know, that puts grit to, to it gives grit a, a positive meaning, you know? Uh, that, yeah. that and, and, You know why I call you gritty? Why? Because you were tired as all get out, right? Mm-hmm. And this lady says, yeah. hey, you want a ride? Let me mm-hmm. give you a ride. <laughs> hey, baby. She's not exactly like that. <laughs> you want a ride? You want a ride? Can I give you, give you a ride to the tent yeah. or whatever? And, yeah. and, and, and you said, uh, I mean, I know you were tired as hell, right? I want to. Yeah. Deep down, yeah. it's like you said, yeah, I want a ride. Yeah, of course I would want a ride. But, man, like, your grittiness said, your grittiness is that, nah, man. If I take this ride, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm kind of punking out. It's like, yeah, you know, um, it, it it defeats my my journey. It basically would have almost I felt like would have defeated the entire purpose. Of it waters this. it. It waters it down, man. Yeah, and I wouldn't have felt mm-hmm. great about it because, like, you know, I'm no cheater. I know. And even though it seems like something small and like no one else would know but i would know that's yes. the worst person to let isn't let you yeah the worst person to let down is yourself because you have to live with yourself tell me about it yeah it's like i think after after you do that it's a slippery slope from there slippery like, slope. oh yeah of course mm. yeah drive me across the state that's mm. fine you know that's why great. you know why 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 let me tell you why yes yes because you're Kevin Sanders, man, and this is your story from <laughs> cancer to courage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's all about courage, man. You, I mean, yeah. oh, amen, I can, brother. Yeah, amen. <laughs> I can't tell you how, how many times you, you've, you've encouraged me just like as a friend, man. <laughs> I mean, you encouraged me before this podcast, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, you just, um, to actually to, to know a, uh, a real life, real life brain cancer survivor. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if cool is the right word. Oh, it's cool, man. But it's, it's, 
it's encouraging and inspiring, you know, because it's like. But I'm just an average Joe. Though. No, like, you're not an average I, Joe. Some you don't want to think of me as a celebrity. No, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. the same. Do the Hollywood treatment on you? Give you, you to put me up on a pedestal? No, no. Because you know why? You know why? Why? Because if I put you on a pedestal. And you know your memory is not all there. You know, it's, it's, you forget things. Mm. You may fall <laughs> and you may hurt yourself, and boom. Oh man! There we go. Twist another, an ankle and fall off. Another podcast. Yep. From Kevin, <laughs> from cancer to courage to falling off the pedestal. <laughs> the injury. To back down to Kevin. Uh, Kevin. He, Kevin to courage. To back down to Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. <laughs> how many people can say that? You know what? A lot of people listen to this podcast. I, I, I push this everywhere I go. We got a podcast about my my dear friend. He he's a brain cancer survivor. And he's not he's not bitter. He's he worked right. through it. You know, he's like it didn't the cancer didn't wear him. You know what I mean? We talked about yep. that. He's not Kevin Kevin Sanders, cancer survivor. I control cancer. Yeah. It does not control me. Yes. Yes. And with yep. this whole uh, um, journey, you can hear that it didn't control you. That's right. This is it, man. You are you are the father of encouragement. I think most of uh, most of overcoming cancer, in my opinion, right. is your mental state and how hard you're willing to fight. Right. Like if you submit to it, right. then it's it's just going to take over and it's going to get a lot worse. Like your brain has the ability to fight cancer. Really? Yep. Now, now, could you back that up, man? <laughs> could, could you like back that up? Yeah. Um, don't uh, don't quote me. No, but, um, I'm not quote you. I'm not. But in science, because I'm not a doctor. Not a, so no letters behind your name. In uh, hmm. in science, there are T cells in your body. T daddy. Well. He daddies. No. Hmm. I named my tumor. Well, actually, my friend, excuse me, helped hmm. name my tumor. But anyways, there's there's T cells in your body. Yeah. And those T cells lie dormant if when you have cancer until a person who's gone through cancer mm-hmm. and tells you about it, those T cells will wake up and they'll begin to fight your cancer. Wow. You should look them up. They're called T cells. Wow. Google it. T cells. Yeah, just Google it. You're a Googler. So yeah, like your mind has uh, such an incredible ability, mm-hmm. and it's like um, through faith yeah. and determination. And when you when you hear about someone who has hope and has already done it, right. like you don't feel alone anymore. You feel like I can do this. Like I can get out of this. And mm-hmm. like sometimes you get goosebumps. Yeah. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Like pulling pulling people through cancer, hearing about it. And, it's, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, and all of a sudden those little T cells will wake up and they'll start to fight cancer. So you think it's, it's, um, is this crazy if I say, uh, it's mind over, over, uh, matter? Mind over matter? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say, but over issues, like, I know, let's say, uh, um, with this whole COVID thing going on, let's, let's take that. For instance, um, you have a cough, or you have like this um, sore throat or whatever. Oh my mm-hmm. God, oh, yeah. I got the COVID. And then you start developing this thing, how you have it, you have it, you have it, you have it. And eventually yeah. you you get all the symptoms of that because yeah. your mind tells you you have it. 
Right. And then eventually you have it. Hmm? Yeah. Like, well, also it's the same thing. It's um, like if, if say two or three different people tell you that you look sick today, oh, yeah. you'll start to feel sick. Yeah. I had that. Yeah. It's like your mind has that control. Like I have no idea how, mm. but like, when you are beginning to think that you are sick, right, you're gonna get sick a lot easier than you know. That's I don't true. Know if it's denial. No, no, that's true. <laughs> but because... it's just definitely uh, not not falling symptom to the sickness. Well, you're speaking into an existence. I'm sick. I'm sick, or I'm this, yeah. that, and the other. Right. And you begin to believe that you're sick. But yep. getting back to cancer, man, cancer is is it's not like a cough. It's 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 mm-hmm. deeper than that. So what you're saying, um. I'm not quoting you. I'm just like talking. Um, if I had uh, some type of, if, if if I had cancer, I shouldn't necessarily look at it like this is the end. I should fight. I should fight. I should fight. I should fight. Learn Definitely more. Definitely not. Hmm? I, I was saying, yeah, you shouldn't uh, well, you know, submit to the cancer. You should definitely fight, fight, fight. Yes. And learn, yes. And learn more about it. And, and just, yeah scratch to survive man yep yep yeah totally agree yeah and um and and i you know i don't um i've dealt with i've worked with kids who had uh cancer and it's really um they're 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 really fighters and they looked at it like um it wasn't a part of them they still went Mm -hmm. on with their lives man yep i just had i've always said it's like another hurdle in life there you go there you go there you go and uh and they encouraged me because uh, of uh, the cancer was not who they were, you yep. know? It's like, oh, my name is Jack Jones and I have cancer. All right. Okay. And, and it wasn't like an Eeyore thing. Man. Yeah. Was, yep. Yeah. So It's like it doesn't have to be a part of your identity. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Hey, so can we just uh, leave this and say, um, speak to your, speak to your, your, uh, Speak to your cancer. Speak to your yeah issues, if, if that's the word. And, yep. and uh, speak life, man. Speak life yes. and encouragement. Yep. And listen listen to you, man. I mean, it's just amazing. Thanks. I tell you, I always tell you that I knew cancer survivors, but I never mm-hmm. knew a brain cancer survivor because you think about, um, mm, this is the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's probably not the best place you want to get a cancer. No, like you no. can you can hack off. Yeah, sorry about that. But you can if you get cancer in anywhere else, you can mm. take out that organ, or yeah. you could chop off. Or yeah, <laughs> sorry to be so detailed, mm. but um, you know you can't really take out your brain. Mm. I mean, it took a chunk out, but you can't if it spreads throughout your brain. Oof, that's the that's the one place you don't want to. Well, go. you know what? They took a chunk out, but seeing your accomplishments you, you know the things that you're doing man you never you never know that or never have never would have known that you've had a chunk you're you're chunkless thanks <laughs> yeah <laughs> i uh i tried extremely hard to overcome every um every disability i mean they give me they gave me five to seven years to live and i was like i'll show you yeah. and i'm on 12 wow right on 13 huh? yep well, we're 13, mm. 2008, mm. Uh, this is 2020, I think it's 12, 12 and a half. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, 
That's in, man. Who can't be encouraged by this story? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> trying to just trying to put it out there. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Kevin, you encourage others, man. If if others, um, it's like, I don't. know, Do you tell a lot of people that you have brain cancer? Um, not as a, you know. I mean, I mean, like it's obviously a deep topic, and I'm not just gonna say meet a new person like, hey, I got brain cancer. How's it going? Really? You know. But your friends know because it's it's a lot more of a detailed explanation. Yeah, all my friends know. Mm. And and Some, sometimes people actually forget it because I don't I don't act like it or I don't have um, besides my finding words issues. Mm. I uh, I don't know. I have my scars covered on my head. Yeah. My hair is long enough to cover the scars. Yeah, yeah. But even when I talk to you. I don't, I don't, uh, I mean, I forget, I forget sometimes. Like only when we do the pod, I'm yeah, just like, oh, oh. I understand. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, brain, uh, Kevin has brain, brain had brain mm-hmm, cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I think about, um, that's really heavy, man. That's really, mm. that's a heavy card to deal with. Yeah. Um, I guess I try not to look at it as such a heavy thing mm-hmm. because in my life, right. in my mind, in my approaches, mm-hmm. it's never been a heavy thing for me. It's just been something I have to get through. And you did, man. You did. And you mm-hmm. do it with such grace and such style and such dignity. Thank you. You, know, you do, man. You, you're amazing. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. I appreciate you, buddy. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so um, just keep... Sending out encouragement, man, mm-hmm. and and uh, being the gritty, tough person that you are, man, <laughs> with purpose. Thanks. Yeah, appreciate and, um, it. Hey, ooh, I was thinking, would you tell a young person who's dealing with the same thing you've uh, overcome? Yeah, like I would uh, tell him, you know, all the the. Yeah, I wouldn't say all the downsides, no. but I, I'd have to relate to them. Mm. Be like, you know, if it was brain cancer, yeah. obviously that would be my ideal person to talk to. Right. Um, and I would tell them everything that's happened. And, and then, you know, so I could relate with them on the same level. Right. And then tell them about all the things I've done after brain cancer. And like how, you know, it doesn't have to defeat you. Just think about the other side. Right, right. And that's and you give them that encouragement that that uh, yep. green light. Yep. And I also know that by that by telling my story to people with cancer, mm-hmm. it's going to wake up their little little T cells mm-hmm. in their mind. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Yeah. Um, and it's going <laughs> to help them it. fight fight their cancer. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, sometimes I'm I'm actually speechless, Kevin. I'm speechless for the fact that um. I don't know. It's, it's, I don't see, I don't see it, man. I don't see it. I mean, I know that sometimes that, uh, some, the thoughts are, are, are difficult to, to, uh, to put into words and, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's with me too. But, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, but I don't, I don't really, I mean, wow. Wow. 
funny. A lot of people say, you know, when I say it, my memory is really, really bad. And they're like, oh yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just like, Whoa. you know, I have those things wrong too. And I was like, well, this is a little bit different. Yeah. And you overcame it. You, I know one of the pods though, prior to this, you say how you spent a lot of time um, trying to, uh, what is the word? Uh, not mask what you're going through, but just like overcome it. Uh, over- mm-hmm. Overcompensate, was it? Was it overcompensate? Overcompensate? Or just like, you're like, in school, you want to be the best. You want to push yourself yes, to show that you always. can do it. Well, yeah. am I, I'm not quoting it right. Um, you know, you want to push. I don't know what word you're looking for. Well, no. Uh, no. Like always pushing myself? Well, no, like in school, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, you push yourself to, 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 to be the greatest. I always uh, want to push myself to be the best that the I best. could possibly be. Right, right, right. It's yeah. basically like the more you put in, the more you get out. Right, right. So the more you focus, the more you learn, mm-hmm. the um, the more you get out of it, the more you retain. Right, right. And I think, you know what? I think that's how you are in a friendship too, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I want you to be the best person that uh, you're um, that you're able to be. Right, right, right. That's beautiful. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah. So bring it home, if baby. If you're uh, uh-huh. if you're one of my one of our many listeners, many you listeners, should, <laughs> you should know this verse by now. You should know it. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Yeah. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. And a future. Yeah. And what I always say. Always, and a future. Thank you. Okay. And a future. And a future. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Yeah. All right, man. It's been, it's been a pleasure. Always. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys later. See you. Have a good day, night, evening. Cup of coffee. Bye. Yeah.